Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program... Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. I hope that you are ready to receive a power-packed hour. And I, I promise you, you are just going to love this show. But I want you to do something for me. I'd like for you to have your total focus, if at all possible, on this show today because you're going to hear a lot of good information, um, information that I think you're going to want to act on. So let's put this to ourselves a favor. Let's, let's give you this time so that you can fully enjoy the show. Of course, there's always you can come back and listen again, and I love that when you do. So I welcome you today because our guest is Kristen Hicks. Kristen is a spiritual profiler and speaker. Kristen was a firefighter medic for 10 years and now empowers audiences all over the world to be unapologetically you. Spiritual profiling is her unique proprietary method of identifying energy patterns in people that she created by combining her medical background, her Reiki master training, and her profound intuitive gifts. On the softer side of of Kristen, she is a mom of four, and she lives in Washington, D.C. And so I welcome you today, Kristen, with open arms. I'm so excited that you're with us. So welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be with you today. Yes. Now, Kristen and I, I'm just going to share a little bit, met each other, where I think about a year ago at another yes, function. And she she is just magnetic. When in this room of people, I was drawn to her, her energy, her presentation. I mean, there was something special about this girl. And so, or woman. And so, would you like to be a woman or a girl today? Sometimes I vacillate. But um, she really does have a special energy about her. And I think it's going to come out in the show today. So, Kristen, how did you get here? What was the, what was your journey? Oh, my heck. Well, I just want to say thank you, first of all, for having me here. This is such a privilege to be here with all of you. And I'm so excited to empower each of you listeners today and and to just really, um, like you said, just be present with this moment today because I'm going to give you a lot of tools and a lot of things that are going to help really jumpstart you. But mm-hmm. I got here today because of the trials that I went through. And I know it sounds so cliche because we all have trials, right? Right. 
our lives. But but our life, our lives, our lives can be so full of trials. And yeah. and the the thing is, is you know, I am a single mom of four girls, mm. and um, I have um, in the past six years become a breast cancer survivor. And I have had to shift my career because I was not able medically to keep up after going through cancer treatment. Um, Having to do that and try and do a pull-up as a firefighter afterwards after having breast cancer is something Uh that I wasn't able to do. And Uh so I, I had to get in touch with who I was and where I needed to be in my mind in order to continue to move forward and be healthy for myself and to not stay in that deep depression that was really consuming me at the time. And Uh so um, I recognized that I needed to start shifting. And as I started putting some things into practice, and recognizing some gifts that I had and started incorporating it all together, I found that I was shifting and the people around me started shifting that were incorporating these methods and these different things. And Mm -hmm. so I was able to travel and speak and teach and now have been able to work with audiences all over the world, really empowering themselves to take their life back. And so that's what I'm about and that's, that's what... Um, hopefully today we get to really um, give you guys good tools to do that for yourself. Yeah, it is uh, kind of looking back when you're going through such trials as breast cancer and having to face that. And I also went through that about a year and a half ago. And Mm -hmm. there is just this inner uh, fear that comes upon all of us, some of us in different um, different uh, frequencies. I mean, and some have more fear than others, but we still realize we're up against a big, big beast here. And uh, how you approach that beast is very powerful in changing the outcome, I think. And uh, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, uh, so anyway, uh, the so the oh. the good that came out of that, which affected your job, gave us the Kristen that we know today that is so empowered in changing so many lives. That's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> I like it, it is. It is it is fantastic because you know, anything that we go through can be turned and used for good. And I know that, that sometimes people get so mad when I say that, you know, um as a as a young girl, um, you know, we all experienced different things um, growing up that maybe made us feel uncomfortable or, um, you know, different situations have happened to so many different, you know, people all over the world that we think can never be turned for good. But if we can really reach down and we can find the good in every situation or the good that came from a situation we can really start changing the energy of our life. And that's so key. So it's really important that we can step back out of this situation and pull ourselves out of this situation when we are spiraling. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And we can step back and we can look 
almost like we are at the theater observing a play and watching Mm -hmm. the situation unfold or watch the situation unfold that has already happened and what good can come from it. So it's really about a perspective change. Yeah. Um, You know, I I work a lot with women that have gone through divorce or women Mm -hmm. that are recreating themselves after a death of the marriage or a death of a spouse. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that when they're in early, early, early grief is they just really can't see how the gradual change has been coming for years, Mm -hmm. either in physical health or in the relationship itself. And then when Mm -hmm. the act does happen, it's kind of like, well, it's a shock. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a shock. And... um, so it would make sense that we can't really see the transition that we're going to move into after such a, de- I call those defining moments. That's the moment you mm-hmm. get the, I'm getting a divorce type of, or you deliver that message. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's so interesting. But I want to move to the, the, you mentioned something here about how you combine these three um gifts that you had, your medical background, your Reiki master training, and intuitive gifts. So how did you be, you must have already known you had some intuitive gifts. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to, I'll just touch really fast on what I do and how I do it. Oh, yes, Um, please do. Yeah. So actually, um, you know, when I was a little girl, my grandmother um, I was born on the East Coast, and um, my grandmother was very forward-thinking, and she would tell me when I was little, you know, you're so gifted, you're so gifted, and things would happen. I would be in traffic with her, and um, I'd say, oh, you know, why are we sitting here? And she said, well, there was an accident, and I was like, oh, because the man died, and <clears throat> ah. say, well, how did, how did you know that there was a man that died? <laughs> and, um, you know, and I could see or feel, um, oh. an energy or, or presence. And so from a very young age, I knew things. They would ask, oh, well, how did you know that that would happen? And I said, I don't know. I, I just knew. Uh-huh. And so I yeah. always had these different coincidences or synchronicities that I would know from a young age would happen um, without having the ability to really know things would happen. And so I grew up with a grandmother that very much encouraged me to believe in what Uh, I saw and what I um, felt to be true inside myself. And mm -hmm. so I grew up knowing that things you know, that I had something special and that I needed to trust myself. Mm-hmm. And so, How fortunate you were that you had a grandmother that was so open to it. I mean, some children 100%. are actually shut down and you were just welcomed with this. That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, it's so crazy because my my mother's side of the family was, was very open and very forward thinking in that uh-huh. regard. And my father's side of my family um, was 
Assembly of God pastor's wife and, and pastor. And mm. so my two worlds, I grew up very, very conflicted because I wanted to believe so much in, in God and this Savior and, mm-hmm. and this religious side of, of who I was being raised to be, as well as, you know, being, you know, having the spiritual side of me that recognized that there were, you know, angels and loved mm-hmm. ones on the other side of the veil that, that didn't go away and uh-huh. that there was energy. And, and so, you know, between being raised in these two different worlds and trying to figure out how they, they combine and how they mesh, and I tell you that they do, um, but trying to figure that out and try to fit in was such a, a different um, way to grow up. And so as I, I grew up, I would take pieces of, of God and, and how I was being raised in this religious aspect and then pieces of the spiritual aspect, and they would come together and they would swirl together. And if you could almost imagine like the swirl on a candy cane, (laughs) that was kind of my life. It was these two pieces that kind of came together. And as I grew up, I became very interested. My mother was a nurse um, and um, I got to spend a lot of time in the hospital and, and I would feel things and I would see things and, um, and it, I would be able to connect with people and I would be able to calm them with my touch. And it was very mm-hmm. interesting because I didn't recognize as a young girl what I was doing. Um, and I didn't know, um, the effect that I was really having. But as I grew up, I became, um, really involved in the medical field and wanted to become a firefighter. And I became a firefighter and worked with people in the back of my ambulance. And as I would work with people in the back of my ambulance, I would notice that I could feel in my body what was going on in their body as I connected with their energy and as I connected with them as human beings in the back of my ambulance. Yeah. And so I would start noticing that, oh, I would recognize, okay, this is where the, the block is. This is where mm-hmm. the body's not responding adequately. And I would be able to treat my patients accordingly in the back of my ambulance because I could feel in my body, it, it would almost be a pain um, mm-hmm. or a uh different sensations like, you know, um, a body part would go to sleep or, um, I would get a physical shock in a, in a muscle in an area or different things like that would start triggering me. And I would start paying attention to Uh what was going on with them, but also with myself and my own body. Yeah. And as I started to listen, I know as I started to listen to my body, I was able to recognize that I was able to figure out what was going on with them so much easier and keep them alive um, and until I could get them to the hospital. And so it was such a gift to be able to work with people and to be able to feel what was going on with them, um, be it whether it was emotional or physical, um, it was a huge gift. And oh, my so, gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
And so as, as time went on and I went through the transition of coming out of um, the medical field, um, my husband at the time was in law enforcement. And he one day was sitting on a perimeter. Now, they were, they were going to catch this bad guy. And what they do is if, if there's a guy that's running from them, they set up this circle, this perimeter around the area they believe that he is. It's basically to contain the bad guy in an area so he can't get to anybody else. And they have the officers, they sit them on this perimeter, and then they have the other officers inside that perimeter chasing them. And Ah. one day I called up and I talked with my husband at the time and I said, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, not, you know, it's going good. And I said, well, what you up to? And he said, well, I'm sitting on a perimeter. I said, well, why are you answering a phone call with me if you're (laughs) supposed to be catching a bad guy? And he said, well, you know, he, he explained to me, you know, what he was doing, that there were a lot of guys that were just watching the area, and, um, you know, he was just sitting on the perimeter. And yes. I said to him, oh, that's so strange. I said, well, is the guy wearing these uh, whitewashed jeans and a black hoodie sweatshirt? And he said, yeah, how did you know that? And I said, I don't know. It's like I could just see it like this this vision, this image just popped into my mind of what he was wearing, like what he, what he was feeling, what he was doing, all of this stuff. And he yeah. said, he said, Kristen, he was like, that's weird. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, I actually think he's over by this tree over the embankment. I said, I, I actually, oh I think he's over this way. And he said, Kristen, there's no way. And I said, actually, like, I feel like he's running. I I feel my heart racing. This is so strange. And Uh I said, I think he's running. I think he's going east. I said, you need to text somebody. I think he's going east. And and my husband at the time said, he goes, "Um, okay, I, I, I really, I trust you. I know you have gifts. However, he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything to anybody. He said, don't worry, K-9's coming, and, and it's going to be fine. And as soon as he said that, the radio keyed up, and it was like, K-9's on scene, we're headed east. And both of us stopped immediately, and, and he said, okay, how did you know they were going to go east? <laughs> and, I, and, and I told him, I said, I, I think the canine's going to lose him. He went through a stream. I think he's going to lose him. You've got to tell them he's up over this embankment. And sure enough, a few minutes later, they lost the track, and canine came back over the radio. We lost the track. We went through water. Mm-hmm. And wow. so a few minutes later, I, I kept telling him, I said, just tell him this is where he's at. And he said, I'm not going to look stupid. I'm not going to write my sergeant and tell him. This is where he's at. I, 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 there's no way I'm doing that. And so as time went on, you know, they ended up finding this gentleman over the embankment at the base of the tree, crouched down in the clothes that I said that he was wearing. Oh, and so from amazing. that time, I, I know, from that time forward, we started playing with it, and word started getting around, and I started working with law enforcement agencies. And so now I get to work with law enforcement agencies 
helping them find suspects while they're in pursuit of them. I get uh-huh. to work with families doing missing persons cases and trying to help bring closure to families. Uh-huh. And even better than that, I get to work one-on-one with um, individuals and families to help figure out where the disconnect is for them and figure out where that emotional block is or that energy block is within the body. And we get to start help freeing people and figuring out how to move past this block because it's just a block. It's just a hurdle where they're at now. And so if we can find energetically in the body or in the mind where the block is, and find out, you know, whether it's physical or whether it's emotional, and then we get to help them process it and move through it. The freedom that we're seeing in such little time is glorious because people Mm -hmm. are are having results and and it's working. And it's it's such a blessing to watch people become free. And that's that's what we get to do now. And that's how I do it. It, I, I just feel it in the body. Wow. What a gift. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, the, the, however, those those uh, bad men that are running away are not free. <laughs> no. We're, we're so fortunate you're there <laughs> so that we can find them. But how do you recognize the signs, the vibrations? Is it through tingling in your body or, or uh you know, you did a great job describing the pain in the body with the pain that you would feel in your body. Is it much mm-hmm. the same way? So a lot of times what what I want you guys to know is you all actually, on a smaller scale, do what I do. So if you've ever come home and you haven't even talked to your spouse yet or you haven't seen your kids yet, but you walk through that door and you think, uh-oh, I could cut the tension with a knife. Something is not (laughs) right in here. Yeah. You're feeling it. You're feeling Uh the vibration and you're recognizing it. And so you know when you walk into your office for the day, if something doesn't feel right or something, if it's going to be a good day when you walk in or if it's going to be a cruddy day when you walk in, you almost know walking in the door how it's going to be because that energy and that vibration hits you when you Mm -hmm. walk in. Now, some of us, when, when we're accustomed to feeling vibration, we, you know, those, those boundaries of those walls aren't really there. But for those of us that are just starting to learn to recognize vibration, sometimes it takes us walking into the office or walking back home, but we all feel it. Uh-huh. It's all within us. So we all have the ability to do this. Right. It's just practicing to recognize it and feel it. Yeah, be aware that we are feeling it, and then it is really there, whatever the the stress. Um, What about the person that gets up in the morning and they just just have this, is it mood, or can they trust that it's intention of how the day goes? Like they set, some people get up and they're just tired and they're angry and they're, now that's a different thing than getting up and having this, uh, sort of apprehension about the day, isn't it? It's two different things. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's a lot that we can do to help mm. shift that in the morning. Because yes, there are times that we wake up and we're good, and mm. and the thing is, is when we wake up, we're actually always good. 
okay? We're actually always, always good when we wake up because what happens is, is when we sleep, we actually, the brain calms down and it doesn't spiral and think about all of the stresses of the day from the day before or what's going on in our personal lives or going on in our career. It it gives us a moment of time where we actually have a breather for a minute. And Mm -hmm. so as we get up in the morning, what happens is, is usually we wake up and we start replaying thoughts of the day before and and depending on where our thoughts go first thing in the morning is mm-hmm. going to be what sets the intention and what sets the vibration for the day right and so yeah. so the reality is, is is even for myself there are some mornings where I get up and I'm like yes it's a new day and then all of a sudden something triggers me from thinking a thought from the day before that bothers me and I'm going, Uh, Oh great. Now I get to fight this for the day. (laughs) And the reality is, is is I can do a few things in the morning that will my day and will allow me to not go into that mindset. Now, is it perfect every day? No, we're human still, right? We are spirit, but we're also human. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we're still going to have that human experience. So it's what we do every day that's going to make a difference. Okay. And oh, yeah. so there are a few things that I do, and, and I actually would love to give you an example of what I do um, in the morning for myself. When I get well, up can, in the morning. Can you break it down? Because I. We're we are just about to. two minutes out for break, and I don't want to get in the middle of it. Oh, we are two minutes out. So can yeah. we break it into one, and then we go to break? Absolutely. Yeah. So what what we'll do is in the morning, very first thing in the morning, I will actually play. I will open my eyes. I'll know that I'm getting ready to wake up. And what I'll do is I'll just take a moment and I'll start a meditation on my phone. And I will start giving my thoughts a direction to go for the day. And that is the very, Uh very first step and the very first thing that we get to do for the day. Uh Uh-huh. So it's a recorded uh, meditation on your phone. Is that it? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have known some people to start with gratitude mm-hmm. and, as yep. a, a good and way that, to start their day. Yep, absolutely. And it's so funny that you say that because the meditation that I use absolutely puts you into, I am grateful for this bed. I'm grateful for waking up in the morning. Yeah. I am grateful yeah. for this roof over my head. I'm grateful for this new day and this new way to start. And it awesome. is powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that right there is worth your listening to today, listeners. <laughs> All you people out there, this, if you put nothing else in, this is a great place to start. Now, we are going to go to a break now. And when we come back, Kristen is going to share some other ways that we can change the day when we get up and it seems to go immediately sour. And we want it to be sweet every day to be sweet. So when you come back, 
Kristen is going to share some other things that we can put into our day, our morning. Okay. Absolutely. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Now we are talking today with Kristen Hicks, who is a spiritual profiler and speaker. Before break, she gave us an awesome way to, to create our day every day, the gratitude, in a meditation. So she has a recorded meditation she plays at, and it does have gratitude in it, which is an awesome way to start the day. Yes. So, Kristen, share with us some more physical or energy-changing vibrations that we could do or activities to create this so, awesome day. I, so, these are some of my most favorite tools that I get to share with my clients and some of the things that make the big, biggest difference for them. So, first thing in the morning, obviously, we talked about having that that meditation, and there's a lot of really great um great meditations out there to, you know, put you in that place of gratitude. So we are going to roll over first thing in the morning and we're going to hit play really before our eyes really open up. We still want to be in that kind of slumber state where we're not really too awake and, but we're not really asleep. So we're listening to that meditation. And then when that's done, what I do is I ask my clients to do Japanese water therapy. And so it sounds like a, a little bit of a scary thing, but what I do is I have one of my water bottles. It's a 34-ounce, um, well, 32 ounces, but I fill it up to the very top, so it, it ends up being 34 ounces of water. And I sit in my bed, and I, I have this prep the night before, okay? So I want you guys all to prep this the night before. So you're going to grab your water bottle and you're going to fill it up all the way, all 32 ounces, 
And if you're like me and an extremist and go big or go home, you got to go all the way to the lid, right? And so, uh-huh. <laughs> so we fill it all the way up and we put it on our nightstand or on the floor by the bed, whatever you want to do. I don't care. But before your feet hit the ground in the morning, before your feet get hit the ground in the morning, and I know some of you have to go to the bathroom when you wake up. I know this is going to be torture. I get it. I totally get it. I hear you. I hear you because, you know, mom of four kids. Hi, been there. Do that. Totally feel you. You're funny. But, but I'm going <laughs> I'm going to ask you to do the hardest thing your day is going to offer you. And it's going to be to drink all 32 ounces of that water in one sitting while you sit there before your feet hit the ground. Kristen, that's and a it lot is, of water. It is a lot of water. It totally is a lot of water. And you know what is going to happen is your body actually, and, and this is this is so amazing, and it, Japanese water therapy is so powerful, and it really is a, a real thing. You know, you can Google it and look it up. It, it really is a, a real deal. But what I what I have found and what it does is, it actually goes in and it systemically wakes up your body and your organs by forcing them to work, by forcing ah. them to actually do their job. And so in the morning, when we wake up, normally we get up and before we get our coffee, everybody is groggy and, and you're like, you know, your body is kind of like, and, and you shuffle your way to the bathroom and, and your eyes are barely, you know, open and, and your body is tired still and, and your system isn't really awake. And what happens is, is you put this water in and it starts waking up your system. It wakes up your esophagus. It wakes up your stomach. And then all of a sudden, it starts having to process, right? Because your kidneys are having to process, and you're flushing your kidneys, and you're flushing your bladder. And, and all of these toxins are starting to get flushed. And mm-hmm. so what will happen is, is you're actually going to notice that your eyesight is going to seem more clear because the toxins and that fog is actually going to be flushed from your system because yes, you are going to have to go pee after that. And (laughs) so you're going to end up having to go to the bathroom because well, one, you just woke up anyway. And two, this extra water on board, I, my clients tell me even within the first two days of doing this, they, they notice that their eyesight, they feel more alert. They feel more oriented. Their need for their coffee has gone down. They they actually find themselves scrambling to make their coffee on the way out the door because they forgot that they needed their coffee earlier in the morning because they were alert and doing the things that were already on the agenda for the morning. And so the body has woken up, your hypothalamus has woken up, the pineal glands woken up, your metabolism has jump-started, and everything is firing, your kidneys are going, everything is functioning before your body actually ever wakes up and actually gets out of bed from movement. Normally, we wake up from movement in the morning, but this time we're waking up our bodies because our organs are being forced to actually do what they're supposed to do. 
So that's the second thing that I do in the morning is I I am very, very conscientious about my water intake in the morning because I am alert, I am oriented, and I feel peppy, and my body is ready to go, and my metabolism is firing, and I'm becoming healthier and healthier and healthier. And now I'm, you know, almost halfway through my water consumption for the day, right? Because my body is going to be more hydrated and I'm going to function better. And you're going to notice the inflammation in your joints is going to be more, you know, you're going to have less inflammation and you're going to have, you know, more fluid in the body. So your joints are going to feel better. It's just an all over great way to change the vibration in the body. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the second thing I really, really, really want you guys to do. And, and, and that is a huge deal. And then the third thing is, is really, we're going to take an account of where you are for the day, you know, and you're going to talk to yourself, um, as you go through the day and you get to ask yourself, what is my best version of me that I get to be today? And we get to start recognizing where we are vibrationally. We get to recognize what thoughts are coming in and we get to recognize those vibrations and those signs. Mm -hmm. And so the, the greatest thing that we get to do is we get to take control of our mind first thing in the morning. And that's by recognizing those vibrations that we talked about briefly before break. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. as you're recognizing vibrations coming in, no matter if if you you're going through a divorce, you've you're you've you know lost your partner, no no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, start recognizing what these thoughts are feeling. Okay, what are they saying to you? So if you're having this negative vibration that's coming in or these negative emotions or these negative thought patterns come in, then that is telling you that you're actually really not in alignment with who you were created to be. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Yes. And so if you can recognize, and let me say that again for you guys, if you are having negative emotions, these negative thought patterns, Mm-hmm. And and you can't you don't understand what is going on why you can't control them. Let me offer you the thought that just possibly those negative emotions are an indicator. They're a guide telling you that that thought that those things that you're going through are not who you were really created to be that, that, that not in alignment with, with what is really inside of you. And so we get to take this opportunity and we get to, to sit in that moment and say, okay, I hear you body. You are triggering me. You are giving me this negative emotion. You're giving me this, this, this feeling that doesn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you are telling me that something isn't right. Thank you for talking to me, body. Thank you for guiding me and giving me this message because I know that this isn't in alignment with who or I was created to be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It's good. And, and so, they may have to listen yeah. to it again. So, mm-hmm. but it's really, because it's really, 
complex in some ways, but yet it makes sense if you listen to it slowly. For me, yeah. anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And it does sound so complex, but it, I, I, I tell you, it is so simple. And I know, like, I get so many people that get so frustrated when I say it's really so simple. And I want <laughs> you to just break it down to mm-hmm. this one thing. Your when body. You, Kristen, when you say so, it's in our body, are you saying mm-hmm. it's in our body structure? Are you saying it's in our brain? Or does it even matter where it is? It, You know, for each of us, it's so different. So for some of us, we're so sensitive to, um, you know, that feeling, that physical feeling of pain. Sometimes Mm. we, we take and feel that physical emotion of grief. We feel Uh that physical pain. And so sometimes some of us will feel more in our body. And some of us will have more of that mind. So some of us are really analytical and logical, and it's in our mind. We have these negative emotions and these negative thought patterns that repeat, 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 repeat. And some of us have that in our body where we feel this sadness or this grief, and it it actually feels physically painful. Mm -hmm. And, And either way, that's a negative vibration, and it's speaking to you in, in the way that you have trained yourself to hear it over the last lifetime, right? right. Your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's how we've been conditioned to hear what our body has been trying to talk to us and what we've been, what we've been trying to, these messages we've been trying to interpret our whole lives. Yes. But if yeah. we can break it down into something so simple as it's a communication because really we've got our spirit on one side and we've got our body on the other side. And what we really want is we don't want the left hand going in circles and the right hand going in circles. We want the left and right hand going in the same circle at the same speed at the same time, rotating together like the wheels on your car. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. if, you know, if we've got, you know, a couple wheels that are going their own direction and, you know, and then, you know, two more go in another direction, you're not really getting anywhere, you know, and it's kind of like paddling a canoe or kayak, right? If we've got one oar going, we're going to have ourselves going in circles. But if we have both oars going, we're going to have, okay, we're going to have more progress going forward, right? Right. Okay, can I give you a situation, kind of my processing, and I know it's going to be similar to some others that are listening. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Okay, so I will get almost stuck in a Mm -hmm. mind game. For Mm -hmm. instance, maybe it's finances. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's about a situation that I'm going through uh, with Mm -hmm. my children. And Mm -hmm. it seems almost to be obsessive. I cannot Mm -hmm. get my mind off of it. And Mm -hmm. as I grow in my own healing, it's getting less. But Mm -hmm. for that person that's doing the same thing I'm doing, you probably Mm -hmm. have some suggestion to get them there faster. So can you share with us how that works? Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, Foremost, when you are talking about having this, these obsessive thoughts, okay, yes. that is 
a negative vibration where you are stuck in a loop, right? Yes. You're stuck yes. in a story mm-hmm. that you're telling yourself. Right. Okay. And so what we can do is a few things. One, if you find yourself in that moment, Mm-hmm. what's going to happen is, is as you obsess over it or as you replay the story over and over again or as you tell the story over and over again, what happens is, is you are focusing on it and it is going to continue to grow for you yeah, the more you focus bigger. on it. Oh, no. <laughs> it does. Okay. It does. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, it, this is going to be an aha moment for you. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever played Slug Bug? No. In your car? Slug Bug? You've, have you, yeah. Have you ever played Slug Bug in your car? You're driving down the road, and maybe your kids were driving down the road, and they say, okay, we want to play Slug Bug. So, every time we see a Slug Bug, my kids will hit themselves. They hit each other in the back seat of the car. They'll say, Slug Bug, every time they see a Volkswagen Slug Bug. They hit a, oh, they a hit Volkswagen. In the car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the slug bug. sorry. Sorry. Okay, got it. Okay. So got when it. we're driving down the road, we my kids and I always play these games, right? Yeah. And, and it's to distract ourselves. So as you're driving mm-hmm. down the road and we're playing the game Slug Bug, all of a sudden, slug bugs start coming out of everywhere, right? You start yes. seeing them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so as you're driving down the road normally, just on a day-to-day, you know, you're going about your errands and living life and everything, you don't really pay attention to what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is if you start looking at, you know, let's play a game and let's start recognizing something like a slug bug, then all of a sudden Every time you look somewhere, you're like, oh, slug bug. Nope, slug bug there. Slug bug, slug bug there. And so then all of a sudden, you start seeing more and more of these slug bugs. Or another analogy would be, you know, for me right now, I I would like to get a new car. And so I'm researching vehicles that I want. And so Mm -hmm. for me, it's like a red Jeep. I, I really love this red Jeep. And I want to find the red Jeep of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And so I'm researching the red Jeep and I'm looking at red Jeeps. And, and all of a sudden, everywhere I go, I'm seeing red Jeep. And now I haven't bought my red Jeep yet, but I'm researching it and I'm looking at them and I'm paying attention to them and I'm focusing on, on what I'm wanting to purchase. And so my focus is there. Yes. And so because my mind is focused on that, what's happening is is when I'm driving down the road, I'm seeing a red Jeep. When I'm pulling into the parking lot at the grocery store, I see red Jeeps. When I yeah. go to my kid's school, wow, there's another red Jeep. Uh-huh. And yeah. what happens is, is, is when we obsess about the thought, we are creating more momentum and more focus on what we're obsessing about. And so Uh, we will continue to see more and more and more and more and more and more of that. mm -hmm. Okay. And Mm -hmm. so what we have to do is we actually have to step back and we have to take control of the mind and we have to say, okay, this is an obsessive thought. I can feel it. It's a negative vibration. Mm -hmm. And what I can do is I can tell my body, okay, guess what? We're going to stop this train of thought, this obsessive thought for a moment, and we're going to just give ourselves a break. 
And this is yeah. why sleep is so good, because at the end of the night, what's happening is we're getting a break from, from all of those thoughts from the day, yes. right? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we're going about this in the middle of the day, it's not really conducive to our day to fall asleep in the middle of the day or take a nap. <laughs> we can. Uh-huh. We can absolutely take a nap if we have to, um, to break up these cycles of thought patterns. If we really are so obsessive and so out of control, we can just say, you know what, I need to take a nap and I need to go to sleep and break this cycle. But we can also tell ourselves, you know what, body? Thank you, mind. Thank you, body, for telling me that this is not in alignment. Because when you obsess over something, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And Mm -hmm. so you have to thank your body for this signal. And it's telling you that you are not in alignment with what is really inside of you. The you that you are really created to be, it's not in alignment with you. And so you have to thank yourself for that communication. You have to thank your body and your mind for communicating this message and then tell your body, okay, I appreciate the, the thought. I appreciate the signal that's coming in. I hear what you're saying. I agree. I'm not in alignment. These thoughts about my finances are not what I'm really trying to create, what's really ready for me, what's really right. who, I created, who I'm created to be. And you need to tell yourself, tell your mind, we're going to either one, Deal with this at another time and mm-hmm. tell your body, I appreciate this signal. I appreciate this. I am not, I'm choosing not to go into that right now because I have X, Y, and Z I need to take care of today. Mm-hmm. But I will deal with, I will honor you. I will hear you and I will process you and deal with you in a moment or in a few hours when I get off work. I'm not saying that I'm ignoring you. I'm not saying that you're not true, you're not real, or you're not offering me a good message, but I'm going to put you on a shelf and I will bring you back down when I am able to process you and really go through this emotion with you. Yeah. And so you yeah. can take yourself cool. out of the moment and you can put yourself on a bo- in, in that way, or yeah. you can do something super, super simple. If, if that doesn't help stop the thought pattern, you can do something as simple as listening for a noise in your environment. So if you're sitting at work and you find yourself going through these negative thought patterns and you're super frustrated and you can't break that cycle, start listening for the hum of maybe the air conditioner or um, maybe there's a refrigerator near you or a break room that has like a little buzz just a little white noise sound that you can pay attention to. Pick out one sound in the office um, or, in, you know, wherever you are and listen to it. Sometimes it's the noise of the road while you're driving. It's that low hum. And you pay attention to that. And you focus on that for a minute, two minutes, mm-hmm. three minutes. And then I want you to shift listening to a new sound. Okay? And it, yeah. this isn't the sound of... People, this is a very um, white noise type of sound, okay? So, right. like I said, that vibration, that hum. And what it is is it, it basically takes your senses and it 
gives you an opportunity to focus because you're listening for just that one sound. You're singling it out. And what you'll recognize happens in that moment is that your, your mind drops every other thought and you stop giving that, those other thoughts power and you're able to break that cycle immediately. So that's something you can do immediately to break that cycle. Two great suggestions. Really good. Now, I know that we are coming close to the end of the hour, and I know that you have a fabulous offer for my listeners. Uh, and so the gift is just, I, I just can't wait for them to hear about your gift and how to find you. I want them to be able to know where to go and get more information about Christine. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I am so excited um, to be able to help as many people as I possibly can. And so um, when I really got into um, doing this for you guys, for your listeners, I (laughs) am so excited to offer you guys um, a 60% savings. If you guys decide that you really need to just take a moment and maybe find where these blocks are and you really you're wanting to reach out and work with a coach and and or you know myself and figure out where vibrationally these blocks are we're going to go ahead and offer you guys only a $99 session which is a 60% savings for your listeners if they use your name that is so generous, yeah. y'all. That is so generous. Take advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we are so excited for your listeners, and, and we are excited for for the fact that, one, they're tuning in to help better themselves, which is the first step. in. And so doing this, being here, listening to this podcast, listening to what you're doing, you know, and and being connected with you, you know, it, that's the first step is, is taking that step to help yourself. And so yeah. we commend you guys for being here and doing the things to help yourself and, and being with Joyce on this journey. And, and so we want to offer this opportunity and this blessing to, um, you know, have a 60% savings and to be able to feel what's in your body. If you feel like you are sick and you're, there's something in your body that physically you're not able to overcome, let's help you get, get down to, you know, to business and really figure out what's going on in the body medically. If you're okay. You know, if they need, they need to go to your website, which is com. Yep, kristenhicks.com. And if you just want to go, you know, book, you can book Kristen. Um, and, and it's right there. The link is on there. You just hit the button. And, um, and we are, we are ready to help you guys. And if you need to email us, feel free, uh, kristenhicksprofiler at gmail.com. I absolutely would love to help any of you guys out if you have questions or um, anything, but we really, um, we're really super excited for you guys, and we're so yeah. thrilled for what you do each each time you are on air, Joyce. We're so thrilled that you uh, have stepped out and helped so many women and and men. You know, well, I want them we're to so know happy that they spell your name with a K K R I S T E N. And Hicks is H-I-C-K-S dot com. Yes, ma'am. Um, yep. And then 
Kristen at spiritualprofiler.com is your email? It's Kristen Hicks Profiler at gmail.com. At gmail. Yeah. Yep. And we are so excited for you guys. So, well, this has just gone too fast. I want to talk some more, Kristen. (laughs) We 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 could definitely. We can definitely do it again. I would love to do it again sometime. Oh, it's just wonderful. I, you know, I want to, you have given us some really great tools. You know, the Japanese water, I've never known that it was the Japanese therapy, but I do know mm-hmm. that it's highly recommended for by other coaches that are working with the physical body. So, you know, I just can't thank you enough. The work that you do, that you're doing is changing lives. And I am so blessed to have met you in that event long ago and um, look forward to having you back on the show so that we can do this again. And I know there's more that you have that you can share with us. So many, 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 many thanks, my dear. So at my pleasure, pleasure and privilege, it really is. Thank you. All right. Now, I want you all to re-listen to this because there's a lot that was said today. And I want you to get catch every brilliant moment that was shared. So until next week, I'll look forward to seeing you back with Second Wind. Have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at